You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Palm Springs in sunny Southern California. Thanks for joining me. (laughs) Today, I have my wonderful monthly co-host, Dr. David Che, author of the incredible best-selling book, Total Law of Attraction. And we did a live show last week, and unfortunately, as you probably can hear, my throat is a little froggy, so please excuse us. But we got some great questions uh, from the audience, and Dr. David Che is going to be answering some of those questions. Now, before we get to that, I want to say hello to all of my new friends in Palm Springs, because we are now coming to you directly from two terrestrial radio stations in Palm Springs slash Coachella Valley every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. And I just want to start off with talking about this universal law of attraction that you may have heard about years ago from the DVD, The Secret, or perhaps The Secret Book. So during this hour, we're going to be talking about stuff that you may have never realized before. And probably one of the most important things that you need to walk away with is that you are so incredibly powerful individually and collectively that we really have never, ever been told of the magnificent magic we have within us. So this show is all about giving you scientific evidence, scientific proof that the law of attraction is real and it can totally change your life. The law of attraction even shows up physically within us and energetically outside of us. It can actually reprogram your DNA through words and frequency. So if you're sad or depressed or angry or just mad that things are not going right, well, you've tuned into the right place because we have your answers that you can completely turn your life into something that you've always wanted. It's real simple, it's real easy, and it is so much fun. Now, I've been doing Law of Attraction Talk Radio for the last nine years on the internet, and it has grown like you wouldn't believe. My show is heard in 135 countries, in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Australia, Sweden, Norway, all of Europe, Germany, of course, And my numbers are reflecting that we have a huge listening audience in Russia and the Ukraine and then Pakistan. So we are heard all over the world and we are trying to deliver the message that, wait a minute, we are powerful. We can create 
anything that we truly desire. Another thing that we like to get out to as many people to realize that there is no lack on this planet. The lack only exists in our brains. The planet is so abundant with all the food, with all the jobs, with everything a person desires. But it's our lack mentality that stops us from seeing the opportunities flow. So if you would like to listen to any of the past shows that I've had for the last nine years or any of our other Law of Attraction experts on Law of Attraction Radio Network, please go to LOARadioNetwork.com and tune in on our 24-7 broadcast or listen to all the archives or through our free mobile apps. Every Saturday, we're going to be right here talking directly to you, my new Palm Springs audience. Also, I want to let you know that we have a free digital magazine that has mind-blowing scientific articles that will so amaze you. Did you know that your hair is actually the antenna that connects you to the energy that surrounds you? It's really, really fascinating. That's one of the reasons I started growing out my hair. And my gosh, I can't tell you how intuitive I have become because of that. So this free digital magazine is yours simply by going to Law of Attraction Magazine dot net. Remember the dot net and go there and you can read all of the past articles. It's all free and the information is mind blowing. You will get an inkling, just a small inkling about how special you are and about the magical powers that you possess. And it's all backed by science. So go there and check it out. And just a special note as well. The reason why I am doing it in Palm Springs is because I have a local office here as a practicing international hypnotherapist specializing in the law of attraction, which means I help you remove the limiting beliefs that keep you from succeeding in your goals. And of course, I do all the usual stuff of of smoking cessations and weight loss and the end of your phobias. But what I really like to do is to show you while you are in a hypnosis session, how you can create a new life simply by changing your life from negative to the absolute positive. That is the first step. And I've been doing hypnotherapy for the past 10 years, and I am still amazed at how magnificent the human mind is. So please visit my website, creativeguidedimagery.com, and let's see how we can change your life in just one session. Now, let's take a fast commercial break, and we'll be right back with Dr. David J. and questions from our audience. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. 
Come join us on Facebook for your daily dose of inspiration and action that reveals the secret within you. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. That's facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. Need help realizing your dreams? As a hypnotherapist specializing in the law of attraction, Jules Johnson can help you to break through your critical mind into your manifested dream. Get started today by going to lawofattractiontools.com. Set up a personal Skype video or phone session. Law of Attraction Tools is there to help you turn your desires into reality. That's lawofattractiontools.com. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net that's law of attraction magazine.net and we are back now let me tell you about my monthly co-host dr david che who's a dentist out of cocoa beach florida he is also an expert on eastern medicine having been taught this secret by his ancestors david has written the best-selling book called total law of attraction which you can purchase in a bookstore near you or on his website which is totallawofattraction.com and it's been so successful that just a few months ago the foreign rights were picked up and it's now printed and in bookstores in china that's huge so this is one man who really knows how to create using the Law of Attraction. Welcome back, David, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Hey, Jules, how's it going? Fine. Can you do something for my voice? <laughs> um, at, Well, I wish I was in, well, in Florida. You're in California, so we're a little bit far apart. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean... Things happen. I mean, I mean, we, we're here to talk about wellness and the law of attraction, but um, sometimes, you know, we get oh, st stressed with family and things and, you know, we catch stuff. So it happens. Yeah. It's gonna it, be it, you may have to rest through. Yeah, that's it. I think the universe is trying to tell me you're doing too much. You need to rest. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what I've been doing, forcing myself to lay down and be quiet. So, um, David, what... Um, what do you recommend just thinking on wellness because we really can't manifest unless we are feeling good physically and emotionally is that correct or actually i think i'm probably wrong with that because we're always manifesting yeah the the physical component though is real important i mean this i mean but our emotions play a big deal in how we feel physically and um you know, if we're not feeling good emotionally, it can affect our physical body. Um, but sometimes, you know, like I said, we could be feeling good, but our physical body, due to stress, uh, certain external factors, 
it can still lower our immune system and now uh, you know you can get sick like and actually i know someone else in my office that's sick right now too but she had a similar situation and she had family over and then they really wore her out so for spring break and um now she's sick too so she asked me for some remedies this morning also oh really and and what remedies do you take for like uh uh congested chest well lungs yeah to me and the thing is i'm a little different in most um medical um systems in that i like to take the best of both western and eastern medicine and and the thing is you know we, we get western doctors that that discount eastern stuff and say well eastern medicine really isn't is any good it's old it's uh, ancient it's not practical in today's society um um which isn't true because there's a lot of eastern medicine can offer too yes and um, but then there's a lot of Western medicine can too. And so my experience with both is you have to know both you know, you have to know and, both. and use both when it's convenient. Now, um, when you're saying what's a good remedy, the thing is I'm more about prevention. It's like you uh. the right, if you take the right nutrients and the right vitamins and the right kind of supplements, it should prevent you from getting to, you know, the stage that you're getting to. And so, oh. and we can spend a whole, like uh, a long time on, uh, which supplements to take. And that's something I guess I can get into like um, maybe in a future podcast that we do. But um, it's about like, you know, I'll just touch upon it briefly. It's like what I take every day. I'll take vitamin C, I'll take vitamin D, vitamin K, and then some and then iodine. It's like those four, four things are really, to me, are the main nutrients. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of other vitamins you can get through your diet, but those are the four that I think are the big ones that um, for immune, immune, immune system wise that can prevent a lot of problems. Okay, so you said vitamin C, um, iodine. Yeah, iodine, vitamin K. Vitamin K, vitamin K, isn't that for the blood coagulation? Um, actually, that that's why it can get a little complicated because there's two kinds of vitamin K mainly. There's vitamin K one, which is for the blood clotting you're talking about, and there's vitamin K two. And so um, it's a little different. Vitamin K two is different than vitamin K one. Vitamin K one is for blood clotting, but vitamin K two is for it's for it's got blood vessel health and it, it it's its main function in my case is to help balance out the vitamin D that you're taking. Oh. When, I mean, when you take a lot of vitamin D, it uses up your body's vitamin K too, so you have to supplement that back into your system. I see. And does it help with the blood circulation? It should. I mean, it, it's 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 more for I mean, for my purposes, a balance out the D and it, what it does is it helps keep um, your bones healthy. It helps. It helps. Cal it prevents calcium from leaching out into your blood. It keeps it into your bo uh, bones. It keeps it solid. How do you recommend somebody find out? I mean, what you're taking is that? Would that be the same for everybody, or is it specially uh, formulated for a, a person? No, it's uh, anybody should. Be, and to me, I think everybody in the world should be taking it. <laughs> okay. Because. These these four sub these four nutrients are like super hard to get in the diet. You really can't get it. Okay, uh, and are you talking about ester C? It doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I think I to me, and again, I'm not the expert in chemistry, but um, I think ester C has been kind of overblown, overrated. Oh, okay. You know, unless you have a like a major serious like stomach acid issue, which you know most people I know don't have that, but there's always going to be the select few that do. Um, Regular vitamin C is fine. Ester C costs like way more. I don't think there's any more. You have to spend more than you really need to to get it. And so I think regular vitamin C is going to be fine. 
So we've got vitamin C, iodine, vitamin K, vitamin, two. Yes, uh, yes, vitamin K, two. And what was the fourth one? Uh, vitamin D, which is huge. Oh, yeah, vitamin D. And it, are those drops? No, uh, the, only, the only thing that's a drop is uh, iodine. Iodine, okay. So you can take that. Great. Well, that's good to know. So that's good for everyone in this day and age that we should be taking that. Uh, I think I'll put that up on my um, radio show host page. Yeah, maybe, maybe towards the end of the program, whatever time we have, maybe I'll go into more of the specific amounts, you know, because it's uh -huh. a little more, I mean, it's a little more in depth. Great. Um, and I noticed, you know, on my show, people just gravitate towards the health. Because like you said, we have to feel good emotionally and physically in order to be able to uh, direct the energy where we want it. So, um, David, uh, give us a scoop on the book and what has happened since the last time we talked to you. It's been picked up for China. It's printed for China. And you are looking into getting the book printed in other languages. How's that going? Um, well, like you, I think my agent... Uh, the new agent that I got last month, I guess, got sick. <laughs> oh. So I guess that's been put on hold for a little bit. But, you know, it's, when she gets swell again, um, which would be soon, um, then we're going to make a stronger, you know, may push for the, uh, like, Spanish or other countries. But it seems like everybody's getting sick lately. It could be because it's spring. You know, every time the weather changes, people get sick, uh, seem to get have a tendency to get sick for some reason. Yeah. It, yeah. I, this is the first time I've been sick, and gosh, Nine, ten years. Yeah, it's all happened at the same time. You know, everybody getting sick at the same time, it seems like. What does that say collectively about what's going on? Are we stressed more than we should be? No, um, from an Eastern medicine perspective, I mean, everybody has their own take on it. Every time you get a, a shift in the weather change, I say if you, if you live in the four seasons, you know, every time you have a shift in the weather change, it changes our bodies. I guess circulation, how do you want to call it? I guess our metabolism in LA shifts. And for some reason, and like I said, I don't have the exact explanation for it. Uh, every time the weather changes, we just seem to have a tendency to, uh, to get sick or, or, or we're more susceptible, I guess is the better word to uh -huh. be when, when the weather changes. So you'll notice, um, maybe not us, but other people, sometimes when you're four seasons, when it goes from like summer to fall, that's like a big time people get sick too, you know, and like in August, September, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Uh, that's when it happens, you know, and then, and I guess from from when uh, spring to summer, that happens too. Wow. Well, let's get on with the law of attraction, my favorite subject in the whole world. I know that you said that when we have a desire, there we need to keep that to ourselves. And we shouldn't be sharing that with other people where they could influence us to stop believing in it or or whatever. It just sort of takes away the energy, diverses the energy. Yeah, yeah. I think that is so fascinating. And when I was on the cruise, I noticed that people were sharing their intents. Yes. And <laughs> that kind of made me nervous. Yeah, it's a hugely misunderstood um, and rarely, if ever, taught part of the law of attraction. I mean, I've I've been through how many books, and every single one doesn't either meant doesn't 
Um, most books don't talk about it. And I was absolutely shocked. I was like, wow, this thing is huge because, you know, like any steps to making a recipe for something, if one of the steps isn't right, the whole rest of the thing could be way off, you know? And so um, um, this, you know, people not understand this concept, uh, going about talking about what it is, it really takes away the energy from what they're trying to do. I mean, it's not saying it's going to, it's what they want can't happen. You know, it's, that's not to say that, but it'll, it really decreases your chances of success when you um, are trying to talk about or trying to tell everybody what it is you're trying to manifest before it, it actually has happened. You know, mastermind groups where uh-huh. they get around and they do set their intentions and it is on more of a, a religious slant because they say when two or more are gathered in my name, then it gives power to that creation. What's your answer about that? Well, in those situations, it's a little bit different. When you have those groups or whatever group that um, are trying to manifest something collectively, that's a little bit different situation than me just trying to manifest something, the average person, and then going on to your friends and, you know, that are trying to manifest something else or not even trying to manifest anything. Just going to your friends out there, relatives, whatever, that aren't, aren't in a big group with you and just telling them, oh, I'm trying to manifest this car or I'm trying to manifest this. That's different than... You know, a group of co- a cohesive group, um, like a organization or members of a certain thing, getting together trying to manifest something. So know. if it's collectively, if everyone has the same intention. Yes, if everybody has the same intention, like like I remember seeing uh, this was this was this episode of Unsolved Mysteries because you know I watch all those kind of mysterious programs. I'm into that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> where I think this these these group of nuns in a church tried to you know, manifest something for the church, you know, that they were in. And so they were all, these nuns were all together as one big group. And, you know, they were real close knit and they were all trying to manifest the exact same, they had the exact same intention, the exact same amount of energy. And together they tried to manifest it. And, you know, then the result was what they wanted uh, actually, actually manifested for them. So um, that's a different situation, you know, when the group is all close knit and together and aiming for the same thing, then they're not, they're not going to try to, um, um, be jealous of each other or try to, you know, because like I, I was saying in the last program we did, I mean, you could be trying to manifest something, but, you know, you go tell your friend about it. I mean, maybe your friend's for you, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're secretly, you know, friends among friends. Sometimes there's there's jealousy or envy, you know, you don't know when that's going to be. Yeah, and yeah. so um, someone could be secretly envious of what you're trying to manifest and don't want you to be better than them or, you know, th- all, things like that happen all the time, even people you don't know. And so by them being aware of it can affect the manifestation process of what you're trying to accomplish. Or they may think it's too lofty of a desire and that you won't be ever able to accomplish it. Yes. And that's, that's not saying they just don't want to see you get hurt and get, you know, mad because it didn't manifest. So I don't know if all their intentions are bad, but it's just it. The, the key thing that you really opened my eyes to is that you don't want that energy to to be split up. You want to keep that energy intact. Yes, yes. And, and yeah, it, it's just, it's crazy because um, so many people, like you said on that cruise, they don't they misunderstand it, so they're just telling everybody about it. And, and, and as I mentioned in our last, I don't know why I mentioned that on air, but you know, even experts on the subject that we've seen talk about it, they didn't, they don't understand about this. They, they, they think that they need to go out and tell everybody about it. That's how it makes it manifest. And that's just not the case. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that's lesson number one. Don't share your intentions. Keep it to yourself. And I, um, now that I've been doing it, I have noticed that the rate of manifestation is much, much faster. Yes. And, and you know, unless we can stress this too. I mean, once what you're trying to manifest is coming into reality, that's a little bit different. Then you can, you know, once you're getting basically getting what you're getting, what you're trying to attract, then you can tell your friends, look, this is what happened. I, you know, I can't believe this had happened. But before the whole process, keep it to yourself and it keeps everything, the, the flow of energy going. And, and, you know, someone else's mind can't alter what you're trying to do. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And we have got another caller in. This is where David really comes in handy because he can tell you and see something that maybe you never even thought of when you uh, talk to him about a limiting belief. And once you knock out those limiting beliefs, amen, you're wide open, right? Yes. And besides uh, having questions, I mean, any callers that have any success stories or have any stories about what they've experienced, like we did in our last call, too. We had some callers calling about their success story. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, feel free to, uh, you know, chime in and share your success story with us. And uh, we'd like to hear about it. Hi, Jules. This is Danny Green. Hi, Danny. How are you? I'm doing very well. I hope you're doing well, Jules. And hello, David Jay. It was very nice to talk to you both. Oh, yeah. Good to see you. Good to talk to you in person. I guess we've been emailing back and forth a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, wonderful. How fun. So do you have a question or something you want to share about Dr. Chase's book? Well, definitely. I found it to be a masterpiece in the writing of our, our law of attraction, rather. Um, if I may quickly tell my story real quick, and it kind of leads into the book. Please. Sure, you, 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 can, you can take the time. There's no rush for you. Just take your time. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Che. I appreciate it. Uh, it's an honor to talk to you both, though. I've, I've been a fan for a couple months now, not very long, but just definitely a, a great show and uplifting. So um, I'll kind of breathe through what happened and where I am now and kind of get you up to speed with what I'm doing and my question. Um, prior to January of 2014, I was working in the finance and banking industry. Uh, not exactly dead end, but, you know, wasn't very gratifying. Okay. Makes sense. Um, on January the 16th, 2014, I was hit by a drunk driver. And oh, wow. I sustained many. Yeah, I sustained a lot of different injuries. Um, the the worst of which was a brain injury. I had uh, uh, what's called post-concussive syndrome. And what was interesting about it is I went from being one person one day to a completely different person the next. Um, huh. I was very photosensitive. My short-term memory was terrible. I couldn't, I was having awful mood swings. Um, I was seeing, uh, for lack of a better term, ghosts uh, wow. walk around the house. Really? It was, it was very, yeah, it was very traumatizing. And I hadn't seen a ghost for a long time up until last night when I, <laughs> I, I saw one and I looked over at my at my partner and I said, Callie, did you, what, did you see that person? She's like, what person? I'm like, oh, okay, very good. Um <laughs> Wow. But what had what had happened was is that uh my my general practitioner because I was in physical therapy obvi obviously for the physical injuries, but when I started talking to my um, physical therapist uh, about the visual hallucinations I was having, they sent me to a neurologist right away. 
And the neurologist told me, you know, you can't (laughs) – no more trying to work, no more trying to do anything stressful. You have to stop. You have to – because I wasn't able to work, but I was still trying to, you know, function. He said, you have to stop. You have to let your brain heal. It's going to take some time. Yes. And I said, well, what am I supposed to do to fill the time? And the doctor said, well, I don't know, take up a quiet hobby like like painting or something. And I said, oh, okay. And so I picked up a paintbrush for the first time, and um, this wonderful, wonderful art started coming out of me. And it, it actually frightened me because um, I never painted before, not in any, you know, not since like primary school, you know, and uh you know, I, apparently I have what's called a acquired savant syndrome. Have you heard of that? Yeah, where well, like like one side of your brain is like really developed, and I guess you're you're like a genius in one aspect of something, maybe something like that. Right. Yeah. Right. It's typically brought on with some kind of trauma or brain injury, where um, afterwards somebody who never played the piano before now is a prodigy or whatever. Um, and well, fast forward two years, and now I'm showing art around the world and I'm fairly well known for my art. Wow. Is, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a pretty interesting <laughs> life change. Um, and, you know, while I was incapacitated, I saw the movie, the secret. Um, oh. I was healing and, you know, it was on Netflix and I was like, Oh, what's this? This looks interesting to me. And uh, I watched it and I was like, I think that was, a lot of people's first exposure to the law of attraction. Maybe, mm-hmm. I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I said, this looks, this looks great. I'm going to try this out. So I remember, like it said in the secret, you have to, what is it? It's ask, re- believe, receive, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Those, and that seemed way too simplified for me because, you know, after being somebody who worked in numbers and finance and <laughs> all that stuff, it said, well, there's only three steps. It can't be right. Um, but I, I, I tried it out and what I did was I wrote down a list, like a gratitude list. And I put it on the wall of my little house at the time that I was living in. And I would look at it every, every day I'd go out there and I said, I'm so grateful for my house with my big yard. And I'm so grateful for my totally fulfilling relationship. And I'm so grateful for, you know, all these shows I'm doing. And it was like a list of things. And I go outside, I, whenever I went outside, I'd see it and I would say it out loud, you know, and when I, and when that went on for like a year and I eventually I tore down and threw it away. I said, well, nothing's happening. Nothing's working. It's, it's fine. And, uh, a couple, couple weeks ago, I was sitting and thinking about it before I discovered your show. And I'm like, Oh my God, I do. I have that new house. Now I have that fulfilling relationship. I have all these things that I had on that gratitude list that I've written and put up. And, you know, I said, well, maybe there is something to this. So I hopped on my iPhone app and I started looking for podcasts that talked about law of attraction because I just, I wanted to find all their information I could. And the first episode I heard with you, Jules, and Dr. Che was fascinating to me. So I went on, I remember I pulled over on the freeway because I was driving. I, pu- I pulled over, got off the freeway, and I hopped on Amazon and I downloaded his book right away. And my, I, my partner, Callie, and I read it in about two days. It's a short read and then I, I reread it. So we, we just plowed through it because it was so, so easily, it's so easy to digest. It's a very, yes, it is. It's a very easy read and it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the question I have, sorry, and, and thank you for letting me kind of ramble on. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's fine. But, 
Yeah, the question I have is number one. Um, I am working on building a couple online businesses right now, and I want to figure out the best way to work with and manifest with what I'm what I'm doing. Um, I'm not sure what the product is going to be yet. It's going to be like a drop ship kind of business. I don't know if you're familiar with those or not. Um, no, but that's actually well. That's actually we don't need to know that, but um, it doesn't have. What's a good way to say it? Um, as long as you know what's going on, that's fine. <laughs> right. Well, I, I haven't I haven't decided on what the product is going to be exactly yet, and it's a multi-step process to getting the business going, but it's fairly simple. Okay. Um, okay. What I'm when I, the question is: Do I do I when I sit there because I I do about ten minutes in the morning and ten minutes at night of manifestation, like is described in the book, and then I practice the art of detachment. And a little trick I use for that is: Have you ever seen the movie The Matrix? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know when they when they stick that uh, when they pull that big thing out of the back of their head to uh, <laughs> to unplug for the Matrix? Oh yeah. I kind of visualize, I kind of visualize that when I'm done. <laughs> oh oh yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, we all do our little tricks. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you imagine is the best way to go about this? Do I do I manifest step by step being complete, or do I manifest the big picture, the end product? Oh, that's a great question. Now, here's the trick with the law of attraction. Now, remember we mentioned uh, in the book we talk about this too. There's that there's that conscious mind and there's that subconscious mind, right? Remember that from the book. And the subconscious mind is what that does the manifestation or helps you along with the manifestation. That's the, that's the powerhouse. But the conscious mind makes a decision on what you want, right? Okay, now the beauty about the law of attraction or the universe, the way it brings it to you, is when you're trying to manifest something, like you said, your business or um, anything of the sort, you don't need to know, and at least in the beginning, you don't need to know the exact steps and how you're going to manifest it. What you do need to know, and that's the main thing here, is just the end result. At first, just know the end result at first and have that image in your mind clear. You know, um, focus that image in your mind of the end result. And what happens is, as you keep man, as you keep visualizing or keep following the steps, you know, for manifestation, as we talk about over time, your subconscious mind is going to work on that image that you have in your mind or the end result. And over time, the subconscious is going to give you those little light bulbs that can, that can help you move you along. And at the same time, the universe is going to work itself in the direction towards you to where it'll bring you or kind of nudge you towards what it is you're trying to get. So it may take, I mean, if it's a big project, it may take uh, a month, it may take a while before your subconscious is working on it and then it gives you those little little hunches or a little light bulb saying, okay, you should progress this way or you should do this. You know, it's like, take don't take random action, but take action when you feel your subconscious is talking to you. Right. Right. So usually got, 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 got. Yeah, use the gut. And like I said, just just in the beginning, don't worry about all the steps. You don't need to do that. It's, you know, the thing about manifestation is you move along step by step and just, you know, you don't take random action. You don't take wild action. You take uh, what we call inspired action, calculated action, things that move you along. And, and something uh, I guess we don't, maybe I didn't talk about enough in the book is that sometimes not all your actions are going to be successful. You know, things may happen where it's not going to look like it's happening or, or it may look like you know, you'd have made the wrong decision. But a lot of times those aren't those aren't bad things. Those are stepping stones to where you're trying to get. Well, naturally, and every every experience is a learning experience. Yes. If you look at it the right way. Yes. All right, very good. Now, yeah. when you say you have to attach an emotion to it, 
because the emotion I attach to when I manifest is how it's going to feel once everything's up and running and I'm getting paid by the sourcing agent yeah. twice a month, you yeah. know, and how, how that's going to feel. I don't really try to worry about, you know, ad spend and all, all this other details. I just kind of focus on that, of that feeling, that emotion. Is that the right path? Yes, that's exactly um, the right path. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, well, very good. Well, I would like to uh, talk to you more in the future. I'll shoot you out an email. Great show, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah Not great. a problem. Well, hang on, because we got some more. I want to follow up with David on what he just said. Because, um, David, when I was starting my internet business, you know, the radio network and everything, I didn't know what I was doing. And there were terms I've never even heard of, and I knew I couldn't get it right without knowing what to look for. So I had to, uh, through frustration, I had to keep on surrendering. And then things would pop up like the signs would come. I had to keep my eyes open and I had to really look at it. Oh, wait a minute. That solves that problem because I didn't know the proper terminology. But it seems like the universe does. And they're going to let things come in. But the key was for me to keep my eyes open. Yes. Yes. You have to keep your eyes open and be aware that, you know, the, the universe is going to be throwing you signs you know, that, you know, this is what you need to do to take action. You still got to take action towards getting what you want. Right. So, but that, that was the magic to it all is that I had to keep my eyes open and not get stuck. So, is that where limiting beliefs come in? When you set an intention and you, something comes up and says, wait a minute, I want this outcome, but I can't, that's just not something I can do. Yes, the limiting beliefs are really, it's like a little cage that we, invisible cage that we put around ourselves that prevents us from, you know, really t taking a step forward, taking the initiative to do something that we're not used to doing. And, and we mentioned this before, a lot of it, it just comes from maybe uh, when we were kids, maybe teachers, relatives, people that really didn't believe in us, didn't think we can, we can accomplish those kind of things, maybe fed that into us as kids. And it kind of stayed with us through our life, you know, telling us that we couldn't do this or we couldn't do that or that's not possible. So what do we do to break free? Well, that's, that's, that's something that, as much as I want to say it, it comes from within. It's something that, you know, people listen to the show, especially if you're listening. You know, there's I'm not, there's so many more things that we can do with ourselves, you know, versus our limiting beliefs. It's going to take time for us to really get over it and really to believe that, you know, and especially through through our podcast, I want to say, and through our writings, our books and our things, that um, we can teach people that, you know, this is a, you can do it, that, you know, every, almost anything is possible if you really set your mind to it and follow, follow the steps that we talk about on how to manifest something. And slowly but surely, you know, even even in the beginning when you're using the law of attraction, a lot of the stuff, you're not even going to believe that this is possible. Uh, your, your mind eventually starts to believe and starts to get over those beliefs that, you know, once um, kept you in kept you in this cage that you set for yourself. Mm. That is really good. That is really good. So there's so much more to it. What what are we forgetting here? Mm. You mean in terms of the steps that we talked about? Yeah. Uh huh. 
I want to say that um, I guess the key is to, is to not think about what it is you want to. It's kind of yeah. like a double, you know, standard. But once you understand detachment, as we talked about before, um, the key is people. Sometimes people think too much about what it is they want. So you think about it and then you let it go. But far too often, people just put too much thought into it and then just keep thinking about it all day and all night. And um, too much thinking can actually do uh, reverse the process that you're doing. It can actually push away what you're trying to attract. Right, because you're getting too analytical. Yeah, it's too analytical. Yes, exactly. Interesting. Um, yeah, this this is really good. I'm going to um, check on uh, another listener right here. Um, do you happen to have a question for Dr. David Che? Hi. Yeah, hi. Hey, how's How it going? Good, thank you. Um, Jules, I'm so sorry to hear that you're not feeling well. Oh, well, thank you. Aren't you sweet? Uh, I actually had a question. Um, I I read your book, Dr. Shea. I think it's fantastic, and oh, thanks. I, I have seen you speak live, and um, you know oh. you're a really dynamic speaker, and I, yes. I really appreciate how you bring the book to life, which has been very helpful. My question is about what you were just starting to talk about before the call, um, before my question, and that is the law of detachment and okay. how it applies to a vision board, for example. Okay. Uh, I've had a vision. I've had the same vision board for a few years now, and um, I need a little guidance on sort of how much to focus on it or not. Because right now it's basically the background of my computer, so I, I look at it every day. Oh, okay. Um, so, how much is too much, and when when do you let it go? Okay, now first question is, is that vision board your computer or your screensaver or is it in the background when you're in your desktop or is it like an image you pull it, up out of a file? It's in the background on the desktop. Okay, and are you on the computer a lot? Um, pretty much every night when I get home, I'm on the computer checking email and stuff, so I do see it pretty much every day. Okay, and you don't do like work on it like where you're looking at it all day or you only look at it when you get home from work, basically? No, only when I get home from work. Oh, okay, okay. And is it something that you like? You always see when you're like checking emails, or it doesn't it doesn't really register in your mind because you've seen it so much already. I see it. I mean, uh, every single image, every single image there doesn't always register, but I I focus on one or or two of them when I do look at the background. Okay. I mean, I think what you have going on is actually pretty good. I mean. You know, I'm always worried about when people have those on their computer and it's like something they work on. So they're looking at it all the time, every single day. And so I think by doing it that way, it, it might actually, like I said, you might actually get attached to the whole thing by looking at it too much like that. You know, and um, I think your system where you're seeing that when you're checking emails at home at night, it's a good balance between, uh, you know, seeing it, visualizing it, feeling it, and then letting go from it because you're not using the computer all the time. Okay. Yeah, now one thing so, is when you have that computer and you're seeing it, you're pulling it up, do you feel the emotion though? Or are you just seeing it and it's turned into like an everyday image kind of? I see it and, and certain of the images, I, I, I tend to immediately get an emotion when I see it. So okay. it makes me feel good to, to think about it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it doesn't happen every single time, but most of the time, yeah. Okay, and, and like... I don't know. I mean, you know, like I said, we don't want to know what, what it is you have on your screen share or, or on the, the background the picture. But has has things happened so far that are bringing you towards it so far? You know, has events happened that 
Um, um, yes and no. I mean, yes and no. I, I like for example, I have like my dream apartment is one of the images. Okay. And um, nothing's really happened to get me closer to that yet. Wait, no, next says a couple of the others have come through, but but not not oh. the bulk of them. Okay, now, now, now you said one of the images. Do you have a lot of images on that, or just that one main one? For the I have about I have about six six images. Oh, and it kind of rotates through, kind of like one. No, no. What I, what I did was that I I basically put it on. I created it on PowerPoint. I put the six uh -huh. images on one slide, and then uh -huh. I turned the slide into a PDF, and the PDF is my background. Oh, okay, okay. And then like with all those things, like with, did you see, there's about six images. Yeah. And then um, how many are kind of working itself in, into the process? How many uh, have been manifested? Yeah. Um, n none of them fully. Fully. Okay. Because one thing I try to tell people, and, and you know, we get kind of, um, I guess, there's that um, wanting to manifest a lot of things. And I always tell people, it's best, and from what the, the, the stuff that I've studied, they always say it works best when you're trying to do one thing at a time. So we try to do too much at one time. It kind of um, dissipates our energy away from that one main thing. You know, because our mind, just like how we work in life, we're good at doing tasks one thing at a time. So when you give your subconscious just one image, just one main thing, it's going to work a lot better than having like six different ones, trying to, you know, subconscious just trying to work six different things at the same time. won't be as effective. So maybe one of my suggestions is for now is to take the one thing that you really, really want and make that as your main background instead of having six different ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. I'll try that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's really uh, on point because I, I do kind of rotate among the images in my mind and uh, I don't really focus on any one of them for too long. So yeah. maybe I... I I need to focus more on, on, on one. Yeah, on one. Yeah, because your subconscious is like thinking, okay, well, today I got this, then tomorrow I got that, and then it's like, which one does he really want? You're kind of confusing the universe almost, you know, subconscious mind now. Okay, yeah. great. I will and, do that. And I guess one other question I have for you since we're on topic of this is, how good are you at taking action? Well, I'm pretty good at taking action. Right. I, I'm, uh, you know, uh, over the last five years or so, I've been able to manifest a new car, a new job, okay. Um, um, some additional money, things like that. I, okay. I'm always like uh, trying to to be attuned to opportunities as they come up. Yes, yes. Okay, that's good. That's good. So okay. yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. David, that was a good one. I enjoyed that. That's a real good one. Yeah. You did yeah. Sure. Yeah. You did yeah. good. I love it. What was your name, sir? Uh. My name is Nelson, and actually, Jules, I, I met you on the... Nelson! How yeah. are you? Yes, you, you saw Dr. David How Che at the Jack Canfield event. How are you, Nelson? I'm doing just great. Just great. And uh, it's good to talk to you again. And, and Dr. Che, it's, it's great oh, to speak yeah. to you as well. Thank you for the advice. Yeah. yeah, you're all the way in New York, and you flew out for um, the Jack Canfield event. Wow, you're good, Jules. You're good. <laughs> Wait now, now, Nelson, did, did we meet, or we didn't meet at the? I mean, I, mean, I know you saw me speak, but we never. Yeah, talked, so. yeah. Actually, I I came to see you after your talk and and talked to you for a little bit. 
So yeah, you were the one that held him up for dinner. <laughs> that was oh, yeah, Ethan. I guess that was me. Yeah, it was you. I've been talking about you, but I didn't know it was you, Nelson. That's really cool. <laughs> That's neat. Well, thank you for calling in. And uh, David's going to be with us again, like next month. So um, you call in again and ask him again. Yeah, right. or okay. yeah, call back and anything, anything you're trying to, or, or just one thing that you're going to choose that it happens to happen, call us in and let us know what happened. I will definitely try it for the next month. I'll let you know. Great, yeah. Nelson. Thank you. And thank you. I have, we have another caller. Um, forgive me if I say this wrong. Tarza? When oh, she- hello. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Can you oh. hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it on mute because I was with my client finishing up early, and then I didn't realize I didn't take it off mute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hello, hello. Uh, I'm so glad you called. Yeah, glad you called. Okay. Yeah, I just, yeah. So, yeah, I had read the book, and um, what I was realizing, um, it was one of the best I have read. I've come across many. But I've been doing a lot of work on myself uh, through, like, it's called resonance for repatterning, okay. like energy, any energy type work. But I kind of realized quite a while back, it started about three or four years ago, that I had a lot of health issues and coming up with just thinking positive or, you know, trying to go that way with the law of attraction. When I was barely starting to learn about it, I learned from one of the practitioners that a lot of times some people can't manifest because emotionally they're so kind of wired, you know, their wires are programming. Yes. It's pretty messed up on a subconscious level. Yeah. So that's what I was just thinking of. Cause I think your book has really boiled down everything really simply and well. And I mean, I learned something from it and I, you know, something that I could fine tune with what I know already. Um, but it's just, some people may not be able to manifest very easily until they kind of deal with the the deeper issues like in their life because they yep. may be thinking one thing but their subconscious is kind of throwing out opposite information yeah this goes back to you know what Jules and I are talking about limiting beliefs it's a it's a big issue with um, you know starting out to try and then that's and that's actually the first chapter of my book it all starts with your beliefs you know what's, what's well, you yeah well yeah. I just think how long it took to work on my beliefs <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, that's easy. <laughs> but as I change them, I can manifest things. But I can quickly figure out when I'm blocking things too. So yeah. I I use like kinesiology, like muscle checking for subconscious information, uh-huh. and that's how I'm kind of able. That's why I said I was going to have the other practitioner call in because she's, you know, she's professional and she ties it into her business coaching as well. So oh. she has a really good way of explaining it. And I'm sure she'll call in, you know, your next show too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's just what I wanted to highlight basically for me. And it's like, I couldn't really manifest things that well uh-huh. until I started changing the subconscious. But then see, I took courses for it. So then I was able to work on myself instead oh, wow. of just always with practitioners. So now I can kind of just muscle check subconscious information constantly and sometimes I think too much, of course. <laughs> That's my issue. <laughs> and now now I'm applying it to artwork, too. So I'm trying to put subconscious positive information that will um, help people, like, get therapy, in a sense, by just looking at the art. Um, kind of like opposite frequencies thing. 
Yeah. Wow. But, but anyway, what I wanted to say is when I started changing that about me, it even changed like being able to do different art and kind of go into another place. So the manifesting, the short stuff like you talked about, I'm practicing that. So I can't wait to see how it works. I realized I was thinking too much sometimes yeah. about certain things I wanted to change. And I can see where you said the detachment thing was a great, like really great um, mm -hmm. uh information on on that like i that's something i never picked up i knew you had to kind of relax yes and let it go and not worry but yeah if you're thinking about it a little too much then you are technically worried and you're trying to control it yes and it's a big big problem people um they don't realize that they're just worrying about it thinking about it too much or sometimes not trusting the process you know as we're going along exactly yeah. so you know what i checked too because you said five to ten minutes so then i'm like hmm what could one to two minutes do could that really speed it up faster <laughs> <laughs> i'm like it might cut it down from three weeks till about two or three days so anyway i'm kind of trying like a two to three minute thing <laughs> oh yeah no that, that's fine i mean sometimes you don't need that much time it's the most important thing is to have that strong emotion to let it go and to let the universe do its job instead of you know worrying about it too much yeah and then i read a little bit on somebody else's book about trying to be in a really heightened happy place okay. and that that will like if you're trying to manifest that if you're in the most you know like top feeling mood so i'm like okay now I'll look at my pinterest animal pictures after i think about it <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's, that's cool yeah that's cool yeah very yeah. good anyway that's about all i wanted to say i mean i have a ton of stories and a ton of things i could talk about but can i ask you a question when you do the muscle testing are you how do you do that what are you saying to yourself is um can you give us an example of how you're doing that and what you're saying to yourself to find out if it's a limiting belief or not? Well, work has been sometimes an issue because sometimes my health has affected me. And so then I, I automatically, if I'm not feeling well or it's that time of the month or whatever, I, I repel work. I'm self-employed. Mm -hmm. And if I, I can tell right away, I don't need to, I don't need to invest in Google. I don't need to invest in Yelp. Um, I can check muscle check. Do I even need to do that kind of thing to increase my business? I'm like, no, it's something emotional. I'll always check. Like I use my fingers for muscle checking. So it's like, is it uh, physical, mental, emotional? It's always usually emotional. If there's a physical issue, it's first because there is an emotional weakness somewhere that's worn down that organ system or whatever. And then, you know, it turns to a physical then. So if I've had, you know, stomach aches or bad issues, I always check physical, mental, emotional. Is it my issue? Is it somebody else's issue? So, you know, with my finger, it's always like yes and no, yes and no answers with the muscle checking. Oh. And then, and then I can do sessions on it, but I got to be careful because, you know, you can't do too many sessions because it's really deep emotional work. And I've learned that I can find really deep information, but if I try to do a session with too much information, it really knocks me out. You know, it's like too much for your system to shift. So it's better to do it kind of based on what your body can handle, wow. which is just kind of simply stating you know, that basic one or two things that like, hey, I have a stomach ache. It's emotional. I think it's due to work and that's it. And then start the session from there, you know. So then your body kind of uh, releases layers or information it wants to. And then 
if it doesn't want to go any further. So it's like your body kind of controls how much information you can put out that, you know, you can handle in shifting. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so the repatterning has a process. Um, uh, it's, you know, there's classes and courses. And then there's another person who teaches something in the similar family of that method. So most of the people I work with know both methods. And I've just taken a couple of courses in one, but I can do a lot with that. But I kind of come up with my own stuff, too. Well, I would say if if you're helping yourself and you're feeling much better that you're doing everything right and it fits you perfectly. So that's fabulous. Wouldn't you say yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then, like I said, what he wrote just kind of helped simplify a lot, too. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, uh, it's like getting down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Forget everything else. Just get down to the nitty gritty, and all it is 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 about energy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank oh. you so much, and we are out yeah. of time too. So, David Che, we are out of time. Thank you so much for um, being my co-host again. I just love it when you come on because you really give such insightful answers. And it, it just, you're all about simplifying. Yes. And everything else is about complicating. And it's like, okay, let's do it and let's do it easy. Let's get it done without the hassles. I just love it. I love it. And that's why your book is such a bestseller. Oh, well, thanks. So that is it for today. If you want to buy a, a book, the David, Total Law of Attraction book, go to totallawofattraction.com. Purchase it. You can get it um, on Amazon. It's an ebook too, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you can get it in bookstores. You can get it everywhere. And pretty soon it's going to be in all these languages. <laughs> No, so no matter what language you speak, you'll be able to send it to loved ones and friends and, and everybody who needs it. Um, thank you, David, and thank you all to the callers. It's been a wonderful treat. Well, thanks, Jules. Like I said, and, and the callers are listening. Um, when you, if you read the book, have any questions, want to share success stories or whatever, um, Jules and I will be back next month to um, take your calls. Yes, and it's going to be uh, the first Tuesday of the month and it will now be at 6 p.m california time nine o'clock eastern time and um sign up by going to my show page at loaradionetwork.com sign up there and then you'll be sure to get a notification of it because we do want you to come back and share all your success stories so thank you, Dr. David Che. I'll be back with a better voice next month. All right. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thank you, David. Thank you to all. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.